0: You're gonna see one side who wants to pick someone like Okoye to be their champion, and you're gonna have another side who says, well, really, the most worthy champion maybe in this new generation is Killmonger.
1: You have to turn to a face people trust,
2: and that's Mbaku. Baku. This is how we we kind of backfill Namor into the N.C.U. I think yeah. it's a great way that you have Atlantis, you have Wakanda, you have two of these kind of like very proud and tribal nations going head to head.
3: Guys, welcome back to New Rockstars. This is Rogue Theory Quarantine Edition. Obviously, things are a little different, uh, but that doesn't stop us. We've still we've been doing these hangouts, just pitching wild theories at each other, and then we were like, let's just record these and make this our <laughs> episode of Rogue Theory. Uh, and here with me to get into uh, some crazy theories, of course, Eric Voss from the Blue Dungeon. I'm here, and I still have a couple breaths of air left. Sweet. Uh, we also have Tommy Bechtel. hey, Hey. Thanks for the contribution, Tommy. Uh, it's great to <laughs> Hey! I,
1: hey! We pay him by the word. I think there's a little lag.
3: Just you're kidding. you faking that. Just joking. Uh, it's annoying because you do have lag, so oh. your faking lag is doubly lag. No
0: lag gags. It's impossible to get that timing right. <laughs>
3: lag True. gags? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to do it. Lag oh, gags. Uh, all right. Alright, and no one cares about any other guests. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> guys, excuse me, uh, it's my good friend Matt Robb, uh, hey all guys. the way from Smoosh.
2: Philip, thanks for having me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> what, we already had to cut something from this episode? Yeah. That's right, because I'm Philip Molina, and we're about to get into what happened to our favorite African country during the snap. Mm. What happened to these Kenyan what politics? What happened to Chad?
0: Yeah.
3: yeah yeah the people's republic of congo <laughs> uh no we're talking wakanda what happened in wakanda what happened my mic is what happened <laughs> what, hap- what happened what <laughs> happened okay so we've been re-watching all of the mcu movies to help us get us uh, through quarantine you can join us in that in discord by the way if you're a patron and uh just watch along with us in there but you also heard me talk about this in big question we realized what happened in wakanda at the snap Five years pass, we know that T'Challa, their leader is gone. We also know that his sister also dusted. But we see Okoye representing Wakanda in that like hollow meeting in Endgame. And I was like, wait, who is in charge of Wakanda then? What is going on in Wakanda? Is there like game of Wakanda happening? And she's talking all about this underwater earthquake and it, it, it's I keep having nightmares about this. Mm. And so I wanna know, guys, give me your theories On what happened in Wakanda over those five years. Let's go Rogue. Okay, so,
0: yeah, there was this discussion of this, like, underwater earthquake. And really what was interesting to me is Okoye's tone. She was like, we handle it by not handling it. Which made it sound like, back off, this is a Wakandan issue. We got this under control. So what I think we're going to see is, like, an inner conflict within the borders of Wakanda as, like uh society is starting to turn on each other uh after this power vacancy. Cause yeah, not only do you have T'challa gone you have Shuri gone as well. The entire royal family's gone. If you're going by traditional lineage rules, it might go back up to the Queen Mother, Ramonda. But really we know what kinda goes by these uh trial by combat at Warrior Falls. And then the you think the Queen
3: Mother got in a trial by combat? She'd be vicious.
0: You do Angela Bassett would cut a
2: bitch. Angela Bassett <laughs> would and has cut a bitch, for sure. She's waiting oh, to exhale yes. all this time. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, so one of the big mysteries that still hasn't been answered in the MCU is what happened to the people when they dusted. It's been implied that it's just like a blackout and they don't really have any memories during that time. But we know in uh, Wakandan mythology they go to the ancestral plane when they die and they live on as these panther spirit guides to Mm -hmm. the next generation of people. So I'm wondering if in Wakanda, we're going to start to see kind of this almost like Greek god oversight over the current drama, and you're going to see a division between the ancestor spirits, uh, and they're each going to have a champion for yeah. who they think is the rightful ruler of the next generation of Wakanda, and you're going to have a division between the people who were dusted, who are maybe in this limbo state who don't really belong in the ancestral plane because they yeah. died in this unnatural way and the people who died in a natural way, like T'Chaka and like uh, the other ancestors that T'Challa can with, And you're going to see one side who wants to pick someone like Okoye to be their champion. And you're going to have another side who says, well, really, the most worthy champion maybe in this new generation is Killmonger, is Ndejaka. And they're Ooh. going to resurrect him using maybe some of the heart-shaped herb. And it's going to play out on this other layer of drama. It's going to be like Game of Thrones Wakanda, where you see like Killmonger God. versus Okoye uh, to battle for the Wakandan throne.
3: How how are they communing with the ancestral plane?
1: Lion King uh, style. Dust dust like clouds. Yeah, clouds. leaves
3: that say sex. Yeah.
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> uh uh but no, Eric, how are they doing it? <laughs> well in the in the same
0: way that uh, T'Challa communed with them, he he got buried in the in the soil or in those in the magical sand, and he uh, 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 he consumed the heart-shaped herb, and he went to this ancestral plane, uh, and that's what he did after the warrior falls. It's all part of that ritual. So gotcha. on each side, we're having two separate rituals, and each side is communing with these different aspects of the ancestral plane. But also, it could be like the Happening, and they just talk to plants.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah. And so when they go in there, suddenly it goes from like a place that, you know, had some people to it's jam packed with half of the people from Wakanda. Uh,
0: Yeah. Half of the people from Wakanda. uh, And we don't know if it's exactly half, right? Like that's half of all life. It could just be like 12 people from Wakanda.
3: And it's like everyone in New Jersey (laughs) to balance it out. Uh so then here's here's something that I think is really interesting about that idea isn't the ancestral plane filled with all the past black panthers?
0: Yes, it's all the people who are part of that that lineage.
3: So then technically the people that could be vying for that side could be just black panthers from every time.
0: Yeah. And they may all have like different uh, outlooks on who is the worthiest, most rightful leader of the country, especially after, you know, you could argue that after T'Challa ascended to the throne and he was able to fend off both uh, M'Baku and Killmonger, uh, and then right after that Thanos arrived and like rocked Wakanda uh, and took out half of all life, like some of those ancestors may argue, you know what, we need a different kind of leadership and we may need someone who's tougher and more militaristic to defend Wakanda and defend Earth from any future threats, and you could see some people making the argument that Killmonger may be the guy for the job.
3: All right, Eric, I'm giving you a Rogie, and then spared the the Rogies yeah i'm giving you one Rogie for the idea of just the ancestral plane alone being a whole movie in there with a bunch of black panthers and stuff and then another Rogie because there's a a fight between the dead and the living for a yeah. uh, rule of wakanda and i think that's awesome uh so it's two Rogies, but i need you to find two things in your blue dungeon right now to represent the two Rogies on your end because i didn't send you any okay uh, in fact if everyone can just grab things that will be your rogies so you can keep count and you, you know, I'm, I might be very generous. You might need 15 of these things. Okay. So uh, did everybody grab something that will represent the Rogues? You don't have to show me now. Yep. Great. All right, Eric, what do you got? Um, I got a, a clamp
0: uh, that I found. <laughs> and then I got a chunk of the uh, blue dungeon wall. Oh,
3: I helped wow. you set up that blue dungeon and that clamp was essential. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Ah. <laughs> All right, who's next? I'll go next. Great. Tommy, all right. What was going on those five years in Wakanda?
1: Well, Philip, guess who's back? Back again. What? Mbaku's Jamie. back. Baku. Tell some friends. Baku. Mbaku's back. Mbaku's back. Mbaku's back. <laughs> I created a monster because nobody wants to see Mbaku oh, God, anymore. No, it's
3: please, already. We already shouldn't really be talking too much about Wakanda without any representation on this panel. And then you're also going... I guess at least you went to the white rapper. Yeah,
1: I don't understand what was wrong with doing a Marshall Mathers banger. Uh, It's Ubaku, the pride of Brighton, New York, Winston Duke. You're not from Brooklyn, buddy. You're from Brighton. It's okay. We all know. We know you graduated in 2002. Same as me. But we love you. Do you think he's from Brooklyn? Yeah, we're the two most famous people from Rochester. I would know, okay? So listen, (laughs) let's talk about why this makes sense. It's logic, another white rapper. It's logical that the biggest, strongest man in Wakanda would then assume the throne through the trial by combat, okay? Like, we're in a time, we need a leader to step up. People are dusting all over. People are dusting. Dusting like people, okay? So what you need is someone to step up and lead. You need a man or a woman You know, who can come in with brute force, win that trial by combat and give the people something to believe in. Okay, so that's M'Baku. He's strong. He's confident. He's compassionate. He knows when help is needed. He's, I think, a vegetarian or at least a pescatarian. And I like that. He's woke. Uh, So, yeah, I think big, strong, beefy boy M'Baku is new king in Black Panther tell
3: me, it, this isn't a. you're not trying to get us to vote for him listen <laughs> uh, what, I'm gonna give you the straight happened? talk right now <laughs> <laughs> what happened in those five years so, where- so let's,
1: take a, let's take a look so you, you have uh, you have T'Challa he's the Black Panther he's the king of Wakanda People adore him. He goes through this crisis with Killmonger where Killmonger actually defeats him and takes over. Then he, in turn, defeats Killmonger. So we're already in some instability. Then what happens a few months later? The man turns to dust like Brad Pitt at the end of Interview with a Vampire. He just turns to dust and falls to the earth. So what are people to do? Now we're in chaos for the second time in not too many years. You have to turn to a face people trust. And that's in Baku, second place, so close to first. The, the strongest opposition he might face in terms of a match would be a But I, I think at this point, he probably, he probably has to face a, an open trial again. So like what we would see is maybe, maybe five or six candidates step up from the different tribes in Wakanda to go and try and face mm-hmm. him. But we know that he's barely less strong than T'Challa, right? So he's going to beat all of them. So we'd probably see him beat them. And then he's got to like, the one thing that we didn't see a lot out of him, was brains, so he's going to have to figure out how to utilize all this technology, and that's where you know we might see some new side <laughs> characters coming. You know what I mean? Like it's like you know me, a big strong guy. It yeah, took I, me forever to get into Google Hangout today because I'm just not used to technology. I'm super strong and confident, <laughs> but maybe the tech isn't right there for me. So while I'm a natural yeah. leader and people adore me, maybe I'm not able to hook up a computer. And that's kind of what I think Baku's at.
3: Yeah, you got that white guy confidence where you just say something and it's true. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I do think it's really funny that Mbaku isn't he? Um, like, am I wrong? Does he live in a cave? I, in think a li- I
1: think he lives in a cave. Yes.
3: So he goes from that to running the most advanced technological civilization of all time. Yeah, you're right. And that's like the majority of the movie that we would see. It's like I think it's, uh, it's c- just it's, like it's kind of like being uh, the intern.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like you know it's the lighter side. You know, it's the lighter side of Marvel, where, where we get a little lighthearted fun of him, you know, control all deleting the computers or maybe unplugging <laughs> things and plugging them back in.
0: It sounds like that movie Dave. You know, the guy yeah. who they have to like. Oh hit, yeah, uh, usher him through running the uh, being the leader of the free world.
3: Yes. Yeah. This I really. like
0: that. This reboot that of plus Dave.
3: Encino Man. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Tommy. I'm gonna give you uh, one Rogi. Great. Uh, And this is for you. I'm passing it to you through the camera. Great. There you go. And you turned it into...
1: An original Egon Spangler
2: figure. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, great. Only 15 minutes in before Tommy showed everybody his Spangler.
1: (laughs) One of the uh, perks of being in your childhood home is that you can play with your childhood toys and other things. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh... ew (laughs) you you
3: started the call with talking about your quarantine with your mom Mm.
1: you keep connecting those dots philip you do you i can't write your fan fiction about me that's got to come from your heart
3: (laughs) i I feel like of all the people here you are the most likely to write your own fan fiction that's
1: very true i have archives of it if you ever want to read it's 400 pages long mostly drawings
3: all right tommy uh uh so you so vote mbaku 2020 is what you're saying
1: yeah me and egon say that and by the way you're going to want to give me some more rogues because I found some great stuff here. Uh, OK, well,
3: make sure we can show it on camera. <laughs> OK, I don't have anything uh, left. Right. No more
1: rogues for me. No. <laughs> all
2: right. Uh, Matt, what do you got? All right. So I like I like the Killmonger theory. I'm into man ape for president. I'll, I'd will vote. Uh, but I think you guys are sleeping on this underwater earthquake. You mentioned it at the top, and yes! we're not talking about it. Yes. Thank you. Somebody's listening. Right. All right. I was I here's the thing. Okay, so we know we know that Wakandans are first to fight, right? For our knowledge to, to the best of our knowledge they had absolutely no concept of alien life and yet the moment that Thanos's army came down they were ready. They were like we're ready. They're doing the the e bomb bays. They were ready to fight these guys, right? So E bombs so, world. E bombs yeah. world. they were all from Webster, also wrestler. from Rochester, New York. He's also
1: from Rochester.
2: Oh my Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tommy, there, I, you think you're most... <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are not more famous than E. Yeah, E. is definitely the more famous of the two. That's E. Balm's number one, uh, and then M'Baku.
1: <laughs> and then and then Kristen Wig, and then Philip Seymour Hoffman, and then China the yeah. Wrestler. What? I get it. I'm nobody. The list is getting longer.
0: <laughs> you run
2: the you, you Rochester, knew... New York Wikipedia page? So that's that's i important. Important. have <laughs> <true. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> actually a mayor. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's great. That's great. Still the. I'm four four beating
0: that dog.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the test to become mayor. You have to beat a dog.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, it was conjoined dogs. Thank you very oh, much. all right. Well, that was adorable. Long. Technically a pack okay. of dogs I defeated. Okay.
3: G- great theory, Matt. Um, yep, all right, let's right, Thanks for having me. me. Yeah.
2: Thank you. Appreciate it. This is great. Um, okay. So, pick it up. There was an earthquake. Nat wanted to deal with it. Uh, Okoye said not to worry. We're handling it. In theory, that's kind of a badass statement. So my guess is the underwater earthquake that we perceived is actually some kind of underwater battle that is happening that Wakanda decided to step into. Which leads us into two of the best characters in the MCU. Well, the Marvel Universe hoping to be the MCU. Uh, Tiger Shark? Namor. I'm telling you guys, <laughs> oh. this is the way they work them in. I think this is how we we kind of backfill Namor into the MCU. I think yep. it's a great way that you have Atlantis, you have Wakanda, you have two of these kind of like very proud and tribal nations going head to head. And this is the war that's going to spill out into the modern world and into what we're dealing with. I'm just excited to have Namor in the MCU. And I think it's even better because it's only going to lead to the greatest team of all time, the Defenders which as everyone knows here is namor hulk dr strange and silver surfer which maybe we'll get one day
3: but i'm very so,
2: excited what
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna like poke around here with your timeline yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me, hit so me. we know we know that uh five years have passed yeah and then there's the earthquake yeah uh under the water so what were the five years leading up to that earthquake
2: this is a this is a, a a brimming war. This is like the earthquake was essentially the, the first time that these two tribes, these two nations actually came together. I mean, if you think about it, for us to feel an earthquake underwater, it has to be pretty seismic, right? It's not just like a regular earthquake in like L.A. or whatever. It has to be kind of massive for us to actually register it on any kind of scales. So I think that over the last five years, Okoye is kind of in charge. Her and Angela Bassett are getting their groove back and they're kind of taking things on. <laughs> and all of a sudden <laughs> – all of a sudden, they start to see this this nation rising up from the sea and trying to take things over because everyone knows Atlanteans are bad people. They hate the they hate the surface walkers. They hate us for breathing air and ruining their their uh, the water. Coca Cola factory. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah. we know that they're definitely not going to start off as being friendly people. So of course, Wakanda's on the front lines taking them out. And I think the earthquake of what we saw is probably what we would probably interpret as a massive world war happening underwater. This battle. You know, akin to to an act three of Aquaman, but a massive fight that's happening between Wakandans and Atlanteans, and we're just registering it now, which is why Okoye was kinda like, Don't worry about it, we got it covered, it's all good. That's what my theory is. That is my theory. You're talking about the massive end of the conflict that sounds like a world war, but what where does it start? I mean you've already got it in real life, right? You've got the fact that like Atlanteans have a reason to be upset at at you know earthlings, right, because we're ruining their their area. So I would say that it would be something along the lines is you know, possibly Atlanteans coming up and trying to destroy tree life or destroy modern technology. And what better place to start than a place that is already so advanced technologically than Wakanda. So I'd say that it was probably some kind of sleeper, probably some kind of, you know, uh, possibly a bomb, possibly somebody who sent up to destroy something public. And that was what put it on the radar for Wakanda. Though to say, I would assume based on their intelligence, Wakanda probably knew Atlanta existed. Atlanta, Georgia existed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hotlanta. But uh, Hot Lana, but I, but I think that that's. Directed by Tyler Perry. Exactly. Exactly. Starring (laughs) Childish Gambino. I think that honestly having. (laughs) Having this war starts in Wakanda and then hope, you know, the, the Wakandans trying to keep it contained in their world and it brimming to the point and five years later and then all of a sudden in the midst of this massive war, these battles are happening. All of a sudden, the rest of the Wakandan people show up as well as the most powerful superheroes on the planet all decide to show up. I'm assuming that there's going to be a beat taken on this war and we're going to see something happen even bigger in the future now that everyone's back on Earth. Mm. That's my guess.
3: All right, Matt, you've gone and you've earned your first rogie My Ooh.
2: first rogie Amazing. Can you oh, turn it into something? Thank you so much for giving me this Magic the Gathering card. <laughs>
3: Condom. Oh. oh, my God. And it's a soul <laughs>
2: echo. This is worth nothing. Thank you so much.
3: Wow. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll give you a second rogie then. Oh, there my go. goodness. I get a oh, second rogie
2: Whoa, it's a pin that says Ew, I'm what? moist. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh. Give Thanks. me that back. All right, Give sorry, me that back. Could have
3: it back. I'm sorry. Right, thank you. Back to one. All right. Uh, let's hear everyone's theories back in a tweet, starting with Eric. Okay. Where did we go when <laughs> half of everyone snapped?
0: Well, if you're Wakandan, you went to the ancestral plane, and it's now a choice between you and the other Black Panther ancestors over <laughs> which champion deserves to inherit the throne Hokoye or Killmonger.
2: That felt like Choose your own adventure. Twenty characters. Choose saying.
0: your player.
3: <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, Eric's on the blue screen, so we can do something with this Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, Matt, uh, or, uh, Tommy, what do you got?
1: Mbaku, how dare you? T'Challa must come back from dust. Make Wakanda great again. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's Mbaku's campaign yes. slogan.
1: No, that's yes, not. everyone's. That's me as a grassroots muckraker for the Wakanda Times. Uh, They're like, why is that fat white guy writing for that paper? <laughs> yeah. what does he? He's everyone's to be, like, favorite catch come in under Munda. the radar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the Michael Moore yeah. of Wakanda. I just go around. My... Oh God, dirtying the water yes. and reporting on it. That's right. <laughs>
3: uh What's your Wakandan name?
1: My wakanda name is. uh Oh, man, I almost just said something really mean about myself. Uh, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my Wakanda name is uh, uh, Big Boy. Big, big beefy boy. Uh, ba- big Boy. You have
3: to start with an M. It's B. Yeah, my ma- big
1: boy. the ba- ba- big boy. My ba- 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 <laughs> big boy. My ba- 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 <laughs> ba- ba- big boy. My big
2: My big boy. M oh,
1: apostrophe <laughs> A-B-I-G-B-O-I. I think it needs to be so self-deprecating. Ba-
2: I think it could just – mine is just Malady. That's going to be mine. <laughs> M'lady,
1: my lady, my big boy. My big
2: boy. No, mine's a mother Baku. boy, but
1: I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, yeah you until your it. mom would go, my big boy, come <laughs> here. She
1: doesn't. We're, we're not speaking.
3: Oh. <laughs> in the quarantine uh, playing with your stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then Matt, uh, what's your
2: tweet? Every word, envision it in between clap emojis. So it's sure. Y'all. Sleeping on underwater earthquake. <laughs> Name more coming, y'all. Yes. Exclamation point fish emoji. And then a little I think there's a trident emoji. It might there be sure like is. Like it's, it's it's
1: yeah. There's yeah. male yeah. and female mermaid emojis as well, both with tridents.
2: Oh, I'm gonna put those in as well. Though I think the fish one is pretty more it's pretty succinct, but I like that. Yeah. So y'all sleeping on uh, underwater earthquakes. All right, Matt, your tweet gets another
3: rogie And this oh is the only goodness. time where moist makes sense. Oh, so well, since we're talking well, about beat underwater. Oh,
2: I get my. I, thank you. I get it back. Thank you. I'm still yeah. moist. Gross. Still <laughs> extremely moist.
3: Still moist. 2020 <laughs> <laughs> make America moist again. Uh, all right. Guys, uh, before we move on really quick, uh, just a quick shout out to our sponsors. Thank you so much to AMC Shudder. So, AMC Shudder is kind of like the Netflix of horror. And because we're all just stuck in our homes, kind of scared, I figured let's go ahead and just think about things that scare us. So, they're declaring April the halfway to Halloween mark. And we're just going to go ahead and start getting scared at home. You guys can do it with us by watching their new series of cursed films. These are movies that deal with curses, uh, like The Exorcist is on there, My one of my Personal favorites of all time: Poltergeist is on there, mm-hmm. and then The Crow, which is actually like a cursed film. Like all of these movies, that, you guys know what, what what we're talking about here, right? Uh, it's like movies that not only is the movie kind of about mm-hmm. scary stuff, but the the production of the movie is yeah. cursed. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Some yes. poltergeisty stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Poltergeist has really crazy ones. Field yeah. of you Dreams. Know those.
1: Field of Dreams is cursed. All those baseball players disappeared in the cornfield. Well, because they oh, were no, dead. Tommy. They were all dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There were actors. But the were actors, there. to my <laughs> knowledge, all the actors disappeared and were never seen again.
3: We're never seen again. Can we check <laughs> yeah. on yeah. Kevin Costner? he's gone uh yeah he's he's he was on this hangout at one point they also (laughs) by the way they have uh just other great stuff related to horror like robert kirkman is the uh, walking Dead guy and he's got a whole series on there of the history of comics funny enough so it's uh even if you're not a huge horror fan uh you can watch that there's also wolf creek and creep show tv which is the classic creep show
2: i do love creep show uh anytime you can get leslie nielsen in a uh serious role just cling on to it it's gold it's amazing it's a rarity so Shudder has a ton of great
3: thrillers and horrors and supernatural movies and TV shows and you can stream them on any device that you normally stream on it's just I think it's just 5.99 a month too it's nothing. Well, and also they're offering a free month right now if you use our promo code. Uh, get started streaming with the best horror, thriller, and supernatural content. Shudder's expertly curated collection includes titles like Halloween, Old Boy, and all of the Friday the 13th movies. Even the, like, not great eighth one. So to try Shudder for free for 30 days, go to Shudder.com, use promo code New Rockstars. That's S-H-U-D-D-E-R.com and use promo code New Rockstars for 30 days free. Hey, guys. Are you guys confident in the bedroom?
1: It's my most confident room next to the bathroom.
2: Wait, are we talking sexually or like how I sleep? Uh, I... Well, do you like sleeping with boners?
1: Oh, yes. I mean, yeah. I can't go to sleep soft. <laughs> it's impossible. All the blood but, has to uh, leave my body so that I can fall I asleep. I
0: usually count on boners to spring me out of bed after I sleep on my, <laughs> my belly. But lately, it's been kind of a challenge.
3: Well, Eric, as you know, the Blue Dungeon has come out with its own product, the Blue Chew. <gasps> uh-huh. <gasps> Uh, uh, it's actually not at all related to the Blue Dungeon, it just happens to be uh, a coincidence Blue Chew, guys. Oh god, no, that's not the Blue Chew, we haven't sent it to you yet. Oh. No wonder it's not working. (laughs) <laughs> Thank God it's not working. <laughs> Guys, Blue Chew is a chewable pill equivalent, basically, uh, an alternative to Viagra or Cialis. Mm. Uh, but they're cheaper than both of those, Ooh. and they're made in the USA. So yeah. Oh, yeah. People really patriotic. Red, uh, white, and you, blue. Uh, raise, raise that flagpole. And also, you don't have to do the awkward thing of going to your doctor or your pharmacy and mm. screaming at them, I can't get it up, <laughs> uh, which is, I assume, how you get prescribed. Only way pills. I've ever
1: gotten one. An erection. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> screaming was. on
3: the streets. Yeah, shouting at Doctor, <laughs> By sc- you gotta
1: scream at a pharmacist. Every- you gotta try that. Everybody's got their kink. Mine's shouting at <laughs> medical professionals. Uh, what's
3: cool about this is Bluetooth just does a free online consultation with a doctor, and then once they approve you, they just ship it directly to your door in real discreet packaging. I have said this multiple times that I'd be proud of. If- it means you're getting laid if it's yeah, right? getting in the mail. So, yeah. like, I don't mind it showing up. Uh, here's the really great deal they're giving us: you go to Bluetooth.com and you get your first order free when you use promo code New Rock. Very clear on yeah. that again. New rock. New rock hearts. Yeah. Cards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New rock hearts. Uh, everyone knows what we could have said. People in the comments are like, they should have said that. We know. Uh, use promo code new rock and you just got to pay five bucks for the shipping. Uh, but if your sex life isn't worth five bucks,
1: I mean.
2: You could just have it and just, if you're bored around the house, just take it. And just start poking stuff or turning the yeah. light switch on and off. It's a if lot of need, fun.
1: If you need something to hang your sweater on. Take a blue chew. Yeah. Let that thing <laughs> yeah. ride out.
3: Honestly, without a blue chew, I don't know that I can hit all these light switches. It depends. If it, it's the easy like flip one, mm. or is it like the knob that you have to push in and then it's, twist?
2: No, it's the it's the cockers. You got it's the cockers. That's what they call them. Can you get If you, you take
0: one blue chew, you will be able to turn off all the light switches in your apartment <laughs> at the same time. At <laughs> the <laughs> same time. <It's laughs> scientists with your have proven.
2: With your wiener's mind. <laughs> just, like, yeah, you turn into Metal Fantastic. By that, Eric's saying you will black out. And you will assume all your lights are off.
3: Yeah, all the lights go out because all the blood rushes to your penis so
2: fast.
3: Oh, my God, I turned all the lights off and I woke up in a hospital. It's, it's crazy that as it this conversation me. is happening,
1: Blue Chew's stock has quadrupled.
3: Whoa. Oh, my God. BlueChew.com, promo code NewRock. Yeah. Guys, it's time to talk about uh, the Discord theory of the week and announce our winner. By the way, so if you don't know, we've been playing a version of this that is much less raunchy uh, in the Discord uh, with our patrons, where they get to uh, pitch their theories. Uh, this week's theory, let's see, was about who's gonna be the next big bad in the MCU after Thanos. We had really great theories from Teens and also Dan Wig. I like Teens was uh, really rogue, and so was Dan Wig's. Actually, I really liked both of their theories. This is the first time. Okay. The vote was very close. The winner was just by one vote. Wow. All three judges split uh their vote. Everyone liked a different one, but our winner is MLGX champion. Uh it's uh who also is known as Richie. Uh, And his theory is that much like how Thanos was built up over a bunch of phases, actually our big, big bad is going to be delayed for a while. It will be a dozen or so movies before we deal with Galactus. Hell yeah! But in the meantime, we're hitting beats of many, not many villains, but our smaller villains, uh, specifically Kang, uh, coming in and helping uh, introduce the Fantastic Four, and the Thunderbolts also playing smaller villain roles along the way. Um, there's really great details there also about, in, in Dan Wig's theory I really liked, about how the Fantastic Four movie could be set in the past. I know Eric
2: likes that idea too. I love that. I think that's awesome. I think it's genius. I love the concept of using Kang as kind of a mini-boss. You could use Kang, you could use Silver Surfer, you could use any of the early FF villains. I think that's genius, and I love the idea of not getting another big bad for like, 10 more years. Like, let's give it a beat. Like, the world just destroyed. Like, let's, let's wait a minute. I love
1: I that. Com- I completely agree. Patience. Patience is a virtue. Well, and
3: Kang being able to travel through time does set up. You c- We could have already had the Fantastic Four this whole time in the 60s or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you no. have their whole series take place there or something. Totally. Yeah. I love that.
0: And I think you need some time to build up to Galactus because I think he's most effective as just like this Spectre silhouette looming in the background. Mm-hmm. And then we start to get used to the idea of him. And then like two phases later, finally we get there.
3: Mm-hmm. all right guys uh time for our final big theory yeah it is about a debate that was going on on twitter this week i don't know if you guys saw there's a heated debate about essentially which marvel movie is more skippable uh four two or iron man three mm. these are basically the marvel movies that have the lowest rotten tomato score uh other candidates that people threw in there uh were the incredible hulk uh captain marvel was up there too so uh all these mcu movies are very fun we're doing our rewatch right now we're really enjoying it uh and they're all better than like catwoman uh and and daredevil that movie uh but pitch me on what you guys think is the most skippable of the mcu movies if you must skip one because you're you know you're having a baby
1: mm. <laughs> I'm i'm gonna go rogue here I'm going to go really rogue. That's that's the that's the point. Yeah, I know, but I am going to say, gonna say that's endgame? I'm going to I'm oh. going to go rogue. on... I'm going to say these are this is where you can stop. I think you can lose the last 20 minutes of Avengers and the first 90 minutes of Avengers too and be completely fine. I don't. I find nothing of value in those. When people ask me to discuss those movies, I don't remember what happens in them. They don't reach me, you know, as uh, storytelling the way that the smaller, uh, singular standalone movies are. I like when the characters come from other other stories into the standalone movies when they all get together. Except for Avengers three and four, which I thought were home runs for movies. The first two, I thought, really were kind of clunky and forgettable films.
3: Is it the? Don't they win at the end of Avengers one in those last twenty minutes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who cares. So we don't need to know that. Yeah, uh, you, I guess just, you can just. I would that honestly just take
1: a little title card that says they obviously they win, guys. <laughs>
2: so just to
0: be clear, Tommy, you want to pause right in the middle of the battle in New York. That's right. Right <laughs> when Hulk shows up and says, "I'm this, always angry." That's the last
2: line nip, of the movie. Nip, skip it. As he
3: turns, he never becomes Hulk. Yeah, it just goes. That's the last So no of the, that's Tony the last flying line. the nuke through the wormhole. Right, so
1: obviously I'm being dramatic, but I just I honestly think if, uh, if I no. have to if I have to pick a movie, Avengers 2, is one I would skip every time. I just don't, like, I never remember that movie. I always, my number one question when people talk about that movie is, can you remind me what happens in that movie again? Like, really what we get is the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> we lose Quicksilver in kind of a hokey way. Like, having him die was kind of a cop out because the character was so popular in the Fox X-Men movies. They didn't really have a way to do Like, the, obviously they couldn't do the Magneto being their father's storyline. So they kind of just right. killed him to give her the motivation to be good, I guess. But I don't know. James thought-
2: Spader quoting Pinocchio is worth my twenty dollars, regardless. Uh, I, of I, won't, I won't argue
1: yeah. with you on that. I love James Spader, and I don't hate. Out of curiosity,
3: Eric, you do a James Spader impression, right?
1: Yeah, perfect. <laughs> That's Spader from After Blue Chew, uh, pretty, pretty, pretty and pink, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh tommy uh i uh, avengers 2 i'm gonna give you uh, two rogues yes. for that thank you uh, thank you
1: oh my gosh they turned into wow this is totally crazy uh i wasn't expecting this another a, a, another egon uh, i think this is a ghostbusters uh extreme egon and a grenade, a grenade. Put a grenade. Put
0: down. wait <laughs>
3: don't put it down
1: yeah yeah uh, uh, i think it's a dud you
3: know, the fact that these were your t- your toys were the same figurine multiple times yeah. and then a grenade yeah. explains yeah. a lot about the person you became. Well, in my neighborhood, <laughs>
1: if you didn't own two egons, you didn't come correct and you were gonna get uh, you were gonna get shot down. So uh, yeah, you had to, uh, it
3: was a two-, <laughs> two egons and a knockoff slimer, that's actually a grenade. You've never, you, you
1: you've never heard that Wu Tang song, Two Egons and a Grenade? No, I, I, have, I have. I guess you're just I not from uh, that- Ghostface
2: Killer. Yeah, okay. Ghostface Killer, it makes sense. Yeah. Mm. Who's next? My most disappointed I've ever been in an MCU movie was Ant-Man. I feel like I, and it's upsetting because it's like on paper, I love every aspect. I really would have loved if they had just given it to Edgar Wright 100%. It would have been a completely different movie and I would have loved it. So going in, I was already like, this already feels homogenized. Love anything Paul Rudd does. Huge fan. I, I think, Peyton Reed, my number one favorite movie of all time is Down With Love. So you tell me he's doing a superhero movie about kind of the D-list superhero. I was like, oh my God, I'm in. It just felt so unnecessary. It felt colored by numbers Marvel. At the end of the day, if you start with Ant-Man 2 and you're like, he already has a suit. He's super cute. He's super charming. He's super relatable. Also, uh, you've got uh, Wasp. She's already a thing. She exists. I don't need an entire movie of her trying to prove herself to set it up. Like, I get it. She's a badass. She doesn't need quarantining. I understand. (laughs) But I think like you can genuinely skip that entire first movie and you'll be fine like Mm -hmm. it doesn't it doesn't need to exist in your brain it doesn't
1: i agree i switched my answer to his answer
2: oh good yep
3: (laughs) i give you this grenade Uh, you can give him one of his his, and what does matt turn it into
2: oh no i turned it into a batman stamp that's so cute look at that wow so what you do is you melt you melt the wax and then you stamp it oh it's a seal batman yeah it's a seal oh my god because i'm a dork
3: (laughs) you're like a lord let me tell you the right word for it (laughs) <laughs> yeah. oh man batman and westeros let's pitch that next time Besteros. Uh, okay yeah i mean a- ant-man was it was yeah i think you just you nailed it right it's like it's a fun movie uh and then i forgot happened after yep. you said that yep but then has the most violent death you've ever seen in any of the mcu movies he murders frank and wipes him up off the floor it is him. disgusting. it is one of the most like violent kills ever
0: See, but again
2: uh, couldn't a, couldn't a remember that you had to literally <laughs> describe it verbatim for me to remember
3: yeah uh all right, so you got your Rogi from Tommy and Tommy gave up one of his uh all right, Eric, what do you got?
0: Okay, I think the debate between Thor 2 and Iron Man 3 is a little unfair because we're in Phase 2. We're still figuring it out. And yeah, I think some of those Phase 1 movies I'm willing to forgive because Marvel was still like getting its footing. Uh, I think Thor 2 and Iron Man 3 are unfairly maligned. I think there's a lot of good things about that movie, both those movies. Really, to me, the I'm going to get some hate for this. I think Captain Marvel... Uh, was very disappointing in a lot of ways. And my favorite things about that movie is everything that is not related to the character of Carol Danvers. I think there's so much about that character and her journey that I think is completely skippable. And I think they did so many things to fix that character and make her a leader and make her active and make her interesting and focused in and Endgame. And if they had just let yeah. Endgame be her introduction to the MCU, I think it would have been completely fine. Uh, and if they had just titled the story of Captain Marvel, um, Nick Fury and the origin of the Avengers initiative, it would have been a far more interesting film.
2: That's fair. Yeah. I love the idea of yep. Nick Fury accidentally almost getting his eye poked out for 90 minutes. Yeah. I feel like I'd watch that, oh, a room, oh no. Now he's walking into that damn fork broken room. glass factory. Like, I love that idea of him just being like, whoop. Yeah.
3: Coulson it- took Bluetooth, bam, ah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. And it's got a fork tip.
0: <laughs> if this story had just been Nick Fury and Goose for the whole time, could have been like a Turner yeah. and Hooch kind of thing, a buddy True. comedy. That would have been an amazing film.
3: Yeah, uh, you know the difference of filmmakers too, right? Like you, you, the the Endgame filmmakers, you know, it's fun to have Captain Marvel in that movie, uh, and then Captain Marvel isn't really. She's not fun until the end of her own movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Yeah, and even then, she yeah. gets in these uh, this superhero complex where her powers are too powerful. She's a little undefined what she can and can't do.
2: Mm-hmm. She can like
0: right. go Super Saiyan and phase shift through everything. Uh, she can move at light speed. It's kind of like well then. How is she specifically useful in this? She's, uh, yeah. she's
2: giving us a reason why Sentry could never exist in the MCU is what she's right. doing. Right, right. And
3: also uh, a great reason for why we need to send her as far away for as many <laughs> movies as possible. <laughs> yep. and yeah. And she yep. can like, sh- but we'll send, we'll give her a beeper. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we can use her uh, only when we can't think of our way out of a story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric, uh, you got a Rogie. It bums me out, but you're right. Yeah.
0: Oh, What'd it turn into? It's going to turn into a manscaped Potty oh Trimmer goodness. 3.0. Not, not a sponsor of this episode. Not a sponsor, but boy, oh boy, has this gotten me through this quarantine period. Oh,
3: God. <laughs> Eric, can you pass that back to me?
0: Yeah. Here you
3: go, Philip uh, uh, Damn, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <Magic. laughs> you? I wanted the Rogie back. That's incredible. Uh, Forget it. Wait, try it. 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 Okay. Uh, try it with you with yeah. your grenade. Yeah. Wait, if I give you the manscaped.
1: Another grenade. Oh, take oh. oh,
3: it. Wait. Uh, a grenade for your pubic hair. <laughs> and a Peter Vanquist. Manscaped.
1: Whose eyes That's pop that. out. <laughs> God.
3: All right. Uh, uh, so let's hear him back again in a tweet. Okay.
1: Avengers 2? Screw you. I'll take a standalone movie like Black Widow, kiddo.
3: Yelling at a child this whole Did
2: time. Tweet- yeah, that, that year old. Is that part no? Of no all tweets No. Uh,
3: Tommy is like Phineas Gage. He got a, so a bar a rebarb in his brain, and he can only tweet and Ryan. <laughs> and now I'm
1: traveling around the country <laughs> for five cents an hour,
2: telling my story. <laughs> I love it. Five cents. Uh, uh, great. Uh, next tweet. So if Portman's coming back, Thor Two actually matters. I think you are all wrong. Ant-Man is the worst.
3: <laughs> you forgot which movie you were uh, uh, yeah, I was like, I was talking shit like, about. Well,
2: I want to get you did a reason. That was your
3: point about Ant-Man. Yeah, like my point about it.
2: Ant-Man is that Natalie Portman is important again. No, I just, <laughs> I, uh, my blue Chew yeah, kicked in. Good. I blacked out for a second. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> uh, when the blue Chew kicks in. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why they only show us from the waist up. Uh, if they true. showed us from the waist <laughs> down, we'd all be a little bottom heavy right now.
3: <laughs> and then, uh, Eric, what do you got?
0: Um, the post credit scene to Avengers Infinity War just went on a couple seconds too long. Instead of panning down to that beeper to show the Captain Marvel logo, it should have let Nick Fury finish his word, which wasn't going to be mother It was going to be mother flirkin. Just a buddy comedy with him and Goose is all we need.
3: Mm. Man, Eric's... Tweets are <laughs> these little mini essays. I take uh, pictures of
0: notes and then uh, post them as tweets.
2: Oh, they're screenshots. Wait, we could do that. Yeah. I take mine back. <laughs>
3: uh, Tommy, uh, uh, your tweet got one more.
2: Great. Oh go. wow.
1: Yeah. It's this uh, old lady Ghostbuster character that does this <laughs> and then does this, does this. All,
3: all Ghostbusters toys these in one Made <laughs> in like
1: 1985. They have like stamps on it. This one was made in 1988. Good plastic. They used to make good toys, guys.
3: Eric was made in 1988, and he's my favorite toy. Time for rogue questions. All right, guys. Uh, Number one Daniel Craig said in a recent interview that he plans to give away all of his money before he dies instead of leaving it to his children. What's the most bond reason for having to cut off his kids?
1: Because those babies are shaken, not stirred.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Shaking babies.
1: Yeah. So that it's not alive. Uh, Or also just he's he's (laughs) slept with so many women. He doesn't know that they're his kids. So he just. Thank you. That's
2: exactly my theory. Or that he has thousands of kids. Yeah. He's had unprotected sex with a woman in every movie for the last 50 years. He doesn't have that kind of money. Give it away. Mm -hmm. Give it away. Eric, you got an answer? Or maybe
0: the Bond reason is that, like his movies over the past decade, every other one is a dud. Mm.
3: <laughs> ah, I like
1: that. That's pretty I good. Like that. Pretty
3: good. Uh, Scott Z. Burns, who wrote the suddenly very topical movie Contagion, is currently working on a musical for AMC. What's the title of the coronavirus-themed musical?
1: Social distancing. Social distancing.
3: <sighs> maybe um, Avenue Achoo!
1: Yes, <laughs> that's good. No rent. Oh, yes. Rent freeze. No yeah. Rent. Oh,
3: yeah. Rent freeze, please. Uh, yeah. uh, actual freeze. Um, and then number three, the release of the upcoming film Minions Rise of Gru mm.
2: was fucking delayed. Dude, I'm really what? upset about this. I'm actually really bummed. I was really looking. We're the gonna... world needs yeah. Minions right now. I also. So we're going to send these to Universal,
3: guys. Give us your best impassioned plea to the studio of why they need to release Minions Rise of Gru right now
1: dear kung fu panda i assume based on universal studios you are the god of universal so i'll appeal directly to you release the minions we need the minions a lot of people don't know this but minions are important to children and adults alike if you keep the minions from me i can't be held responsible for what i'll do you think the rise of gru is upsetting wait do you see the rise of tommy sponsored by blue chew
2: <laughs> the rise of tommy um, mine is very simple. Without minions, what are we supposed to masturbate to? Get your shit together, Universal. He's right. Get it together.
1: Damn it, he's right.
2: <laughs> and
0: Eric? Minions is love. Minions <laughs> is life.
2: But that's Shrek. You can't take Shrek's thing. That's all he has. Uh, uh
3: he's right. Uh, uh, Matt and Tommy, you both get an additional Rogi. Oh my oh god. god. Uh,
2: yeah. It's, Yeah. Uh,
1: it's, uh, so what do you, this is crazy. It's Wonder Woman and Chris Evans <laughs> as
2: Captain America in a '69. That's insane! Wow, Whoa. what a crazy rookie! Uh, yeah,
3: that's a pretty crazy rogue. Can you, wait? Did um, I, I get? Got? I
2: get. I get one. Can you pass it yeah. to me and commit to the? Bit, I did Phillip? pass
3: it to you. I now,
2: dropped it. Now I have to okay. pick it up off the ground. Yeah. Well, oh, well, thank you anyway. It's a, it's a pin of me. Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> It's so hollow
3: places where your soul should be that's exactly really nice. where my eyes would yeah. be
2: is just the void of nothingness that's really nice both <laughs> got flurkened
3: yeah all right guys uh let's do a uh uh c- a count your your rogues.
1: i have no two, idea <laughs> three <laughs> one. four f- i have five rogues. i have
0: three rogues.
2: i don't remember how many i have oh no i do i have four I have my magic card and my moist pin and my pin and this seal of Batman.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. I only yeah. have I have four, and Matt has five because I gave him one of mine. So
2: right, so now I have I have too many. I okay. I've run out of. Oh, written. Matt
1: has five. Yeah, but, uh, uh, uh,
3: Matt. If you'll admit that that uh, Batman thing is definitely uh, uh, just mini little vibrator because that's more what it looks like, then you are our winner. I do. Yay. I admit it,
2: and it's mine, and it. <laughs> yeah. can't, luckily, it's just for me.
3: Uh, Matt, we forgot to tell you this. Uh, the winner uh, has his wish come true here at the end of the episode. So, do you just have a wish for us that we can enact right now?
2: Oh, my wish uh, Black Widow never comes out. Oh, wow. <laughs> God. <it. laughs> wow. Uh well for the time being
3: we'll make that true. Thank uh, you. that's right oh, what I
2: wanted,
3: <laughs> guys. Uh, that's it for this episode of Rogue Theory. Uh, thanks to our guests uh, to Matt Rob. Even though I do not
2: agree with what he just wished for. No, no, no. You, thank you, you Matt. Granted it. It's not on me. It's on you. This is the new rock stars thing. If the movie never comes out. No, there's a I bat can't. seal on that wish. A vibrating bat <laughs> seal. <laughs>
3: uh, Tommy Bechtol, thank you so much. Bye. And then, uh, Eric, uh, what do we have going on on the channel this week? Well, you know, we've been uh, we've been going
0: through all these MCU rewatches of the Infinity Saga. Uh, Hulk uh, will be on the channel tomorrow. And then on Monday, we'll have Iron Man 2, if all things go okay. <laughs>
1: wow, the best, <laughs> so, the best so maybe. one. Maybe
3: yeah whiplash all right guys uh that's it for this episode of rogue theory thanks for everybody uh for joining do not forget to subscribe to rogue theory as a podcast too and also to this channel uh and follow new rock stars on twitter at new rock stars follow me anywhere at philip molina uh instagram twitter all these people's handles were on their faces a minute ago uh we're doing it it's happening yay Yay. good thing we have internet (laughs) bye